Welcome to the Life Unlimited Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice so you can confidently live your life your way for life. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Life Unlimited with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Larry, how are you today? I'm doing terrific, Eric. How are you? I'm glad to be back with you. It's been a couple of weeks. And I know we've got a lot to talk about today, and I'm interested because this topic almost seems like a reset button on a few things. Yeah, well, more than a reset button, we probably did something similar to this in podcast two or three. So now when we're 100 plus, I thought it would be great to really explain a little bit more what we're doing. Okay, so the title is really what you can expect when working with Heller Wealth Management. And I love that because let's just lay it all out there. Where do we begin? Yeah. So not only what can you expect, but what kind of the benefits that you get from working with us? A lot of people, when they come to us, they think the only thing that we do is investments and we're just another financial advisory firm. And after we go through our one hour presentation, this podcast, I'm kind of condensing it to like 20, 25 minutes. But if they go through our one hour presentation, they're like, wow, I didn't even know about those things. And for some of our clients that come from brokerage firms, where they're paying fees maybe even greater than ours. Our, it, our, a lot of times our fees for doing all the planning work is included in this. So they're surprised and kind of all the benefits that they get from working with a firm like ours. All right. Well, there's a foundation that you guys have set up. Where does that start? Well, the first thing before we even get to the foundation, there's we're a registered investment advisory firm. So we are what's called a fiduciary and only a registered investment advisory firm or a bank could be a fiduciary. So we have to do what's in your best interest. Believe it or not, other firms that are not uh, RIAs or not fiduciaries, they have to do what's suitable for you, but not what's in your best interest, which is kind of surprising, but true. Uh, and then we're also CFPs, myself, Greg, Belinda, uh, three CFPs. So when we do planning for you, the Certified Financial Planning Board even holds us to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking for or talking with a potential advisor planner, ask them those questions. Are you a fiduciary? Um, am I, I going to be working with a certified financial planner? So those are some of the kind of the first couple of things uh, that you should really be asking when looking to work with somebody. But really how they work with us and the benefits of working with us and why they should hire us. Really, the first thing is really talking about your aspirations, your life ambitions, your financial goals. So a lot of times people will come with us and they'll come into a meeting pre-Zoom when they were coming into meetings, but even now Zoom, and they want to start first talking about, oh, I have this account and this investment and that account. And I'm like, whoa, we're not even close to talking about investments. Yeah. We, we, need, we need first to figure out what are, you, what are your goals? I mean, the first question that we ask people, and a lot of times I'll ask the husband and wife separately if they're a couple, is pay me a picture of your life five years from now, uh, 10 years from now, and then in a year from now, starting to get them to think about what their life is going to be, not just financially, but non-financially. And that's really what you're hiring a wealth manager for is, yeah, we're going to talk about the investments and how we can do that and do that a, a better, hopefully, than, than other firms or, or yourself, mm -hmm. but really creating this plan, creating what you're going to do and reach your goals and create a life that's unlimited and let us worry about everything else and the financial resilience that you need to do. So we want to create the first, what is your goals? What are your aspirations? And figure out how we can get you there. 
And as they change, we want to change them along the way. We may have a first meeting just talking about all your goals and trying to figure out what they are. So that's step number one. And that separates what we do from a lot of financial advisors out there. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of people have that fear or trepidation that I'm going to get in there and they're going to try to sell me something right off the bat. I love that you start the conversation with it's all about them. And this is where you need to find out where you want to go before you can build, you know, the GPS system that's going to get you there. Absolutely. It's like sometimes building a house, building the foundation to mm -hmm. figure out what, what you want out. We don't even know how to put together an investment program unless we go through some of this process and we figure out what you're trying to accomplish in your time horizon. So that's real. That's really step, you know, step number one is really figuring out what your aspirations are and your goal. And step number two uh, is really, I call your financial plan, your retirement plan, 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 putting together a game plan. And the first step in putting together a game plan is creating a cash flow analysis, starting to show you, okay, you're working now and you're earning so much money and you're saving so much money and how much is that going to accumulate? And then when you're in retirement, how much can you withdraw from your retirement plan? So you have an idea what that's what that looks like. And once we start putting these numbers together, people like start to feel a little bit better and they see it right there in real numbers. And not only that, we do it on a collaboration effort. So a lot of times we'll start putting this cash flow and this retirement plan together. And someone will say, hmm, I wanted to buy a second home, but now I'm saying it's working so good. What happens if I want to spend a little bit more money? How is that going to work? And boom, we can show them. Or you know what? I was going to slow down in five years. And now what, about, what happens if I slow down in three years? And boom, we can show them that. So really creating that plan, not only just the first time, but on an ongoing basis as you're going through your life and readdressing that and looking that, it just gives you total peace of mind. So sometimes we may have two meetings on your financial plan and your aspirations before we even get to investments. I, I'm assuming that in this part of the process, since they've kind of mapped out what they want to do and they, they've painted you that picture, right? They have their ideas, and I bet some of them are surprised at how much their plans can, I don't want to say improve, but maybe they had more finances than they thought, or maybe they're in a better position than they thought. And so now they can add some things to it. Well, maybe we want to travel more. Or we want to, you know, get the grandkids more. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's some pretty surprised faces when you're doing this and they realize that they're better off, or maybe even the flip side of the coin where you're like, well, if this is what you want, then we're going to have to work a little harder in this area. How does that usually go? So believe it or not, I'll ask you the question, Eric, which, what, which one do you think it is? Here, here's what I think. I, th I think that people are surprised by how well they're doing, because I think we have this as a hu humanity is like, oh man, I got to save, save, save. I got to do this, that, and the other. And we don't really know exactly where we're at. So I think there's probably uh, some better surprises out there. Absolutely. People, okay, people <laughs> Just, are, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> people, people are afraid to spend certain amount of monies until they yeah. look at it in numbers. And sometimes when we look at this and we show it growing to some very big numbers, they're like, whoa, you know, I, I feel good now. I can even spend a little bit more money. So, and we talk about that. And, you know, that's what it's there for. You've saved all your life to now enjoy it. But people have a hard time, and especially after their, that spigot comes through. We'll talk about some of the strategies. But when, once that income comes through, they get a little bit nervous and they don't want to spend too much. So they're, sometimes they're afraid that they're not going to have enough. So having a plan, having analysis gives them that peace of mind. Perfect. All right. Then what's the next step after that? So the next step. So now we're at to the investments. 
So now we're creating, we, we're able to figure out the investments and some of the investment strategies may be different. If part of it's based upon your time horizon, we may have one for your retirement, but we may have another one for putting away money for your kids or your grandkids college education or saving for a wedding mm -hmm. or for a charitable contribution or for a trust. So depending upon what it is, you may have different investment strategies, but overall, we're going to put an investment strategy. We're going to create one based upon what your time horizon is, what your risk tolerance is. We have a 25 question risk tolerance that we give to you. Now that's super important. So once we start to see this, we can create the right asset allocation because the asset allocation really drives what your return is going to be and put together an investment strategy that's properly diversified using low cost funds and rebalancing up, rebalancing. Uh, we look at it each quarter, whether we need to rebalance or not. So, and one of the things on the investment strategy we'll talk about is how to stay the course when things get bumpy or they go, they go down. We have a, what we use a, our own reservoir strategy, which we've done a separate podcast about, which addresses that. So now when, when we go through these downturns, somebody asks, well, oh, you must be getting a ton of calls. No, because we already have put together a strategy in preparation of these downturns because we know they're going to happen. We don't know when, but we know that they're going to happen. So you can prepare for that. So putting that all together and creating the right investment strategy that meets your needs and customized for you. Everyone's a little different on their time horizon, their risk tolerance and their goals and their cash needs and coordinating that with their social security or if they have a pension, how much they need. So that that's one of the one of the big things that we do when we look at the investments to make sure that you're properly set up. Yeah. And, and I want to just mention something to the listener whether you're listening to this on the podcast channel or you're watching this on YouTube now, one thing that I've found that, Larry, I love the fact that you re rebalance quarterly. I've worked with a lot of advisors through the years, and you're the only one at this point that I, I have worked with that is rebalancing on a quarterly basis instead of an annual basis. And if you just look at what the stock market has done in the last few months and compared to what it did last year, it is a quarter by quarter thing. I mean, it really does need to be looked at more. So I, I love the fact that you're doing that. Yeah. So, and sometimes we go two years without rebalancing, but we're looking at it each quarter because we, we have in each one of our allocations, they have to have a certain movement and it's all done by the numbers. If a certain allocation, a certain fund ETF is doing really well and is outperformed what our allocation is, we'll automatically take their profits and sell high. And some of the other ETFs of funds that may not have been doing as well, it's not because they're bad, it's because maybe they're out of favor. We want to add to that a little bit. So we want to buy low. So it's buy low, sell high, looking at it four times a year. Sometimes we'll rebalance two quarters in a row. And like I said, sometimes it'll be two years before we rebalance. So, uh, so we definitely want to look at that more often. All right. What's the next step after investments? So the great thing about investments is it's great to talk about and you can make a lot of money on some of your investments, but it's not just what you make on your investments, Eric. It's what you keep. I know keep. that one. You, okay. you taught me that a long time ago. <laughs> so we want to look at taxes yeah. and we want to make sure, okay, can we, how do we, keep the most amount of money. So now there is some strategies that we could do just for your investments. And I'm not going to get into details, but when you look at your investments as one you know, tax lot identification that we use, minimizing your taxes or using funds and ETFs with low turnover. So those are uh, some of the investment tax strategies. But then there's overall tax strategies. Looking at your tax bracket now and looking at them in the future, and maybe we want to do something different. Maybe we want to withdraw from your 
retirement accounts, your tax deferred accounts, when you're in a low bracket, take some of it out. Rather than waiting until you're 72 when you have to take money out, you may be in a higher bracket. That goes against probably every account that said, don't pay taxes now, but you need to look at that strategy because that could be really beneficial. Or we may want to do a Roth conversion because of that. So looking at that strategy, um, or another one is tax loss harvesting. If you have some investments that may have gone down, there are ways of booking some losses without being without without it without being in the market. Um, and then the order of when you when you're going to withdraw your money when you're in retirement. And finally, um, another strategy that just come into play is now if you inherit money from anyone other than your spouse, except for if you're a minor child, you have to take out your money if, an, if it's in an IRA over 10 years. You can take it out equally. You can take it out all in year 10. But now you need to plan for that. And you may be, may be working and in a much higher tax bracket. So that's another tax that saving that you want to look at. Everyone, not everyone is going to have some of these strategies, but the ones that they have, we want to make sure that we're taking advantage of it. And most accounts, I'm going to say almost all accounts, they're not doing this proactive planning when it comes to your investments. And they're looking at it solely from how much money to save on your taxes. You've talked about taxes on multiple podcasts, so I encourage anybody to go back and find those and listen to them because you dive more in depth, but that's not their job, right? The CPA, that's their, their current job. I'm going to save money on taxes. You do the planning. That, that's why people need to be having that conversation with you. And a lot of tax, a lot of accounts that people use, they're not even doing that. They're just cracking out tax with yeah. So they don't even look at anything. Yeah. They they get the numbers, they give they, they crank out your tax return and that's real that's really it. So we want to make sure that that we're minimizing that. We'll coordinate with your account so there are no surprises, but uh, but yes, we want to we do a lot of that tax planning. All right, what's the next thing on the list? So the next thing I'm going to call legacy planning. Mm -hmm. So again, we're not estate attorneys. But we want to kind of look at this. We want to have conversations. A lot of times you'll go and you'll get your wills and you put this plan in place. You're not going to the state attorney every year, but you want to have conversations to make sure that the way you want your wishes on how your money is going yeah. to go after you die, because we all are going to die, is done the way you want it to get done. And believe it or not, we've seen so many instances, people come, they have this great will. And I go to them, you know how much money is going to go through this will? And I say, zero, zero. And I've had that actually happen. It's a true mm. story. And the reason being is because all their accounts were set up, the title was joint, and they had beneficiaries on all their accounts. None of it was going through their wills because title and beneficiaries go before mm -hmm. your will. So making sure that that's done properly, making sure your beneficiaries are done properly. Again, I can tell story. We've seen clients that had an ex-spouse named than a beneficiary, Eric, or we've seen yeah. clients that had a beneficiary that were missing one of their children. So we'll go through all their beneficiaries and make sure that they're set up, set up properly. And sometimes you have a secondary as a minor beneficiary and you don't want to do that. So there are ways of doing that and making sure that it's done. And then your estate taxes, looking at it on an ongoing basis to see mm -hmm. what, what it is, because life changes and the tax law has changed. Right now, you have a certain tax, estate tax amount. In 2025, it's going to sunset. So the numbers are going to be lower. And then depending on what state you are, there are different estate taxes. So again, looking at that, um, deciding what you want to do, having conversations, and checking that every so often. And then if we need to, and we need to make some major changes, we'll loop a, the, your estate 
tax planner. And if you don't have an estate tax attorney, we'll, we'll recommend one of the ones that we use a lot. Well, you, you said something there that I just want to touch on for the audience for sure, is that you, you talked about the CPA and you also talked about an estate planning attorney. If they have them, you work with them because I mean, it's, it's something that you do. You want to incorporate their team in with your team and what you guys do. So you're not looking to replace anybody unless it's necessary or if they don't have one. So I just want people to know that uh, Larry's done this for how long have you been doing this, Larry? <laughs> uh well it's almost 30 well, years eric long, so, long my whole life so he's got a lot of connections yeah he's got a lot of connections that a do lot. a great amount of work so that part's taken care of for sure yeah absolutely i mean like eric said we'll work with yours but if not we have plenty of connections plenty of different personalities to meet what you need to get accomplished fantastic all right anything else in that area or are we moving on no, let's move on. Let's let's go to risk management here. I kind of lump a lot of things on the risk management. Okay. And just to let you know, the, the, all these meetings, this could take a full 12 months before we have meetings on these because some of these topics could take two or three meetings. Mm. So when a, the first year that you're working with us, it takes a long time to go through each one of these areas so we can thoroughly delve in and thoroughly look at these. Yeah. So the next one is risk management. What happens when you die? What happens if you get sick? What happens if you get disabled? Mm -hmm. um, what happens if you get sued? What happens if you're in a car accident? What happens if somebody slips and drowns in your pool? Are you properly taken care of? A lot of times people work with insurance agents and they are looking at price only. And they're not looking at the coverage until what? Until something yeah. happens. And again, Going through this, being around a long time, we've seen a lot of these things. So we're trying to prevent some of these things from happening. So again, we're not insurance consultants. We're not agents. We're not brokers. We don't make any commission on insurance. But we will look at this and we'll say, hmm, that's not right. That doesn't seem right. Either discuss that with somebody that you know, or again, we have a wealth of resources that we can refer who will look at it and do the right thing and look at it, not just look at it for on a sales type of position. Yeah. So making sure that you're protected in case some of these things happen. And we've seen stories. I, I can tell you stories of people who've died without wills or people who there was a, I forget his name, but there was a arrest who son got sued and who got into a car accident with his car and they got dragged dragged into a lawsuit and he wasn't properly protected. So you want to make sure for those particular cases that you're properly protected in the rare instances that it happens so you can sleep well at yeah. night. Yeah, absolutely. So those are kind of really the planning, all the planning items that we do. And then we, we, we kind of, a couple things that we kind of do, which is kind of a, uh, an offshoot, but we found that our clients really love them and it's really, really beneficial. One of us is our client portal. Mm -hmm. So in our client portal, Eric, we're able to put everything together in one easy place and all your investments are actually can be updated on a minute by minute basis, actually live. Wow. Everything is aggregated and you can go onto your portal and you can go in, you can either go in through your phone app or you can go in through your tablet and you can see what your investments and your net worth is at any time. We do have a couple of clients that actually go in every day. I'm not going to recommend <laughs> that, but, but you can go in any time and you can see what it is. We'll update some of the non-investments or the value of your home or certain other um, 
assets that you may have that's not live. And so you can see that. We can see it how it, the total net worth, we can see how it breaks down from your estate tax allocation. And one of the great things about this that we found, unfortunately, we've had clients pass away mm-hmm. and we're able to open up this portal and discuss this with the spouse who may not have been really familiar with this, or as people age, they want to bring their children in. Mm -hmm. So we've had zoom meetings and we open up the portal and we can show them everything in, in in there so they can see that in there. Mm -hmm. And there's more that we do in the portal. We put our quarterly performance reports into their portal. We actually put in the accounts, the 1099s that you get. So we give your account permission to just look at the 1099s, not anything else. So you don't have to give them all those forms. So that goes into the portal. You can upload things into the portal. We've had clients upload appraisals into the portal. We've had clients upload their passport into their portal. So if you're traveling and you're out of the country, and I guess this is more pre-pandemic than not, but it's going to happen again, and you lose your port, you lose your passport, you can go online and get a copy of it. So when you go into the embassy, it takes you a little bit quicker to do that. So having the portal there and being able to look at this and see this in all in one one place is so beneficial. And we we have more things to come and want to, we want to add what's called an I love you letter to our portal. So that's a future enhancement we're going to make. So having the portal, having that all in one place is, is our clients find really beneficial. And I'm sure you will too. And then like you mentioned before, coordinating with all your advisors, having a team that works for you, but having somebody that'll coordinate that. So you can really bring somebody in that knows, oh, if I do this, how does that impact this? And working together in your best interests and communicating and having us communicate with all your other advisors is really beneficial for you. So that's really probably our 10th type of step I'm talking about tonight. And really the 11th step is really monitoring this and providing the financial resilience and revisiting all these areas on an ongoing basis. not just the first year, but we're continually doing this. And that's why people are hiring us. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. Again, I think that one of the biggest things that, and you've talked, you've spoken about it on previous podcasts, but I've just noticed it is your client communication is fantastic. You're always there, right? I mean, it's, well, you go on vacation every once in a while, but your, your team is always there. There's always somebody that's going to be able to answer their questions and you're reaching out in different times of the year to make sure your clients are doing great. So I love that because an active advisor is a much more understanding and smarter advisor. That's what I, I feel at least. Right. And we're going to educate you. You're not educate you. They have to know all the technical, but at least understand mm-hmm. what we're doing and the concepts and how that is. So we we do find that's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, on a side, can you tell them a little, Tanner, Eric? I did just come back from vacation. You just had to rub it in. You know that it's still frozen out here, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm back in the cold yeah. now, too. But, but uh, you're but tan I was in the away cold. In the... <laughs> okay, I'm tan in, the, tan in the cold. Yeah, it was a good it was a little just quick getaway nice. to just recharge the uh, recharge the batteries a little scary going flying, but well worth it now that I'm now that I'm back. good deal. All right. Is there anything else? Or can I finally ask you how people can get a hold of you and, and actually work with you? Not unless you think I left anything out, Eric. You've been working with us long enough, yeah. talking to us long enough. I think I covered it all. Yeah, no, I mean, without going into who's on your team and what they do and all that, because when you have an opportunity to meet his team, they're fantastic. They're so much fun. And and they've, they've got your best interests in mind along with Larry. So uh, he's got a lot of support. But that's a good... 
but that's a good point. So, uh, so every, every one of our clients has two planners on them. So if somebody's away, there is somebody available and we have got other staff members. So being, and we answer the phone. So, uh, so having a live person answer the phone. So yeah, having a strong team, really, really another benefit. And we have some great people on our staff. Yep. Well, I can point people to the website, which is www.hellerwealthmanagement.com. But Larry, why don't you give them a phone number since you will answer it? Or somebody will. So I will give you I will give you a phone number. But on the um, on the website, you feel free to go into the website and you can click and you can schedule a twenty minute call myself or one of the other planners and see if we're 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 a fit or this kind of makes sense. Then after that twenty minute call, we can schedule our one hour, which will expand than what I'm doing in the podcast today. Mm-hmm. But you can also call us at 631-248-3600. 631-248-3600. Great job, Larry. Thank you so much. I appreciate all your time today. Thanks, Eric. Always good to see you. And spring is around the corner, Eric. All it's right. almost here. All right. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers here, waiting for it. Uh, all right. Uh, again, Larry, thank you so much. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life Unlimited podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. That makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family, which we'd humbly ask you to do. That'd be great. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time.